I was typing Goodman's Hard to Find into Genius and it wants me to look at the Flannery O'Connor short story instead of the song first. Oh, I so thought like this was a music it, It's sending you to like Bumble or OkCupid. Okay <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Age of Pods, the only Sufjan Steven podcast anyone has ever thought to do. Yeah, I feel free to do, to make one yourself. Uh, it's an investment yeah. of about seven dollars a month, <laughs> um, and otherwise nothing. So, fucking be the change you want to see in the world. Yeah, it's you got to listen to Sufjan Stevens' songs. Is the only uh, thing you. I mean, I would recommend you to do it, but you can just like shoot the shit about song you haven't songs you haven't heard if you want. It's just not going to be very good. So today we're looking at the last four songs on Seven Swans. Okay, so a good man is hard to find. It sure is. Um, Have you tried looking? Yeah. Uh, and it went a little and- something like this. <laughs> good man. A good man. Uh, hello. Okay. <laughs> My name is Excuse John me. Goodman. From you wow, might know me from you, the dude. Big Lebowski and other Coen Brothers movies. Wow, and Roseanne. Oh yeah, that. Um, I don't want to be associated with that anymore. <laughs> Understandably. Well, gosh, this was actually oh, and surprisingly also the, the easy. Flintstones movie. I. Uh, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no, that one. <laughs> for, forget about Roseanne, but I want the Flintstones movie to be. Uh, what puts me in the acting hall of fame? That'll be in your eventually in your um Oscar like in memoriam sideshow. <laughs> oh, it's only gonna be clips from that. <laughs> and that's how a good man was found. That yeah, was pretty was actually, easy to find. That's actually very easy. Just <laughs> just was right there. Um. Have either of you read this short story? Because I think I have oh, in high school. Oh, I haven't. No. Tell us all about it. Um, it's pretty simple. Uh, there's a family, and this is like the 19... It was written in the 50s. Uh, I think it takes place... It might take place in the 50s. Um, so there's just a family, and they decide to go on a road trip. And the grandmother is like... I've been reading in the newspaper about um, the misfit who is a criminal who escaped from prison. I sure hope we don't run into him. And then they go on a road trip Uh-oh. and they uh, they do. And I think they all die. Oh, and the grandmother, she's like about to get. Um, yeah, they get like run off the road by the misfit. And the grandmother is like, oh, I know you. We're related or something. And then she dies. And I think this, uh, uh, yeah. So the song is from the perspective of that, uh, that guy. So when he talks about she was once like me, uh, that's what that's in reference to. Uh, the grandmother is what yes. Genius says. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a quote. It's probably here, more interesting. I can't quite understand. Then, <laughs> then uh, I make it out to be. There's the, you know, I'm sure it's a metaphor for something. <laughs> it's, or it's, you know, that's, uh, yeah, that's themes. how I do literary analysis most of the time, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this all means something, I'm sure. Like the, um, yeah, the 
the grandmother is like a, a wanting to go to all these places that are off the trail. There was a, a tweet I've seen recently, I think, I think from Snopes or something. So it's, you know, I guess it's a corporate Twitter, but it did make me chuckle a little because it was like, uh, I hope that masked man going through uh, this party isn't a metaphor for something. <laughs> That's good. But isn't yeah. it? Uh, to me, like most of these Sofian songs are um, about not knowing like the meaning and just like having a feeling yeah but but a very precise mm. feeling so and since uh, i didn't know about this short story and i never really looked into the lyrics like the a good man is hard to find just fit into like this whole oh we're happy christians uh, at the edge of the apocalypse like narrative so I, I was just like also having like good apocalypse vibes with a good man is hard to find and not mm. like a a bad man, which is like, you know, that's like, that's really like the opposite of what is, oh no, it's, no, Whoa. it's not the opposite of what is being said because hard to find, you only find the bad mans. Yeah. <laughs> okay. A bad man is easy to find. Yeah. Yeah. That's the yeah. mirror world. Uh, <laughs> Twisted. From, that's from six, six ducks. <laughs> okay. So I go so to I know, hell. I, I, I know about the short story connection because there was a concert video I watched where he uh, said, oh, this next song is based on a Flannery O'Connor short story called A Good Man is Hard to Find. And this is also what this song is called. So that's how I know about it. But of course, I never looked into it. And it's still like one of my favorite songs. Um, yeah, the I like when the... Um, when that drum loop comes in. Yeah. That's really tight. Um, yeah, and I think it's like one of his best melodies, like the the chorus part and like his voice sounds so good in it. Sylvian Stevens doesn't give a fuck about how you're supposed to mix drums and I respect that. If you, <laughs> if you pay attention throughout this whole catalog, he mixes drums in a like a very erratic kind of like way. And, and I'm serious, it's like something that I think Sometimes having like base knowledge about instruments or mixing or shit can work against you in that you're like you're um, restricting your creativity because like you've learned like oh like the bass yeah. has to be like one half the volume of the lead guitar or some shit like that. I mean, he's probably self-taught, right? Because he yeah uh, recorded and mixed all of uh, all of his first album himself. Sir, before we continue, I have to check if I turned off the oven. This is going to make me crazy otherwise. <laughs> we'll just vamp. Okay. Um, um, do, you think, do you think he left it on? I don't, I don't think he left it on. That's, that wouldn't be like Jan. But on the but other hand, we're living in like chaotic times. So. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, today's... We're recording on Friday the 13th, for those interested. Yeah. Um, we're recording so anything after could like... Three days of uh, coronavirus chaos. So if you listen Nightmare. to this in like three years' time, you will remember where you were. Yeah, we're currently five days out from uh, the what was that? Didn't a, a like lightning strike the pyramids of Giza, Gaza? <laughs> Not Giza, the Leaning Tower of Giza. You know, sure. No. What I don't know. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> It was like a lightning storm in Egypt on the pyramids. 
Recently? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's Giza. That was correct. Yeah, Gaza is in uh, Palestine. That's right. Um, no, this is a great song. I like the little do, 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 those sort of mm-hmm. discordant um, little vocal melodies. Yeah, it's... Uh... I don't know what what else to say besides that it's really really good. Solid track. This is like where I'm like running into problems and I'm gonna run into more problems. Uh-huh. Um, it's because I ha- I also have like this um, sort of philosophy that like art that I hold like really dear. I don't want to discuss it. Like this, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this is like my this, this podcast is going to be a problem though. yeah exactly it's like I think it's going to be like in, in, in the coming three songs I'm going to just get vaguer and vaguer about shit or I don't know philosophical more philosophical let's see let's find out as long as you well, can come uh, up with anything but like a few uh, episodes ago you were like oh, I want to I, I don't want to talk about the sun came let's get to the good ones and now you're like oh yeah shit you figured it out I just don't want to talk to you <laughs> that's actually what it is <laughs> oh well that explains it <laughs> I think. damn then this yeah. is the, really the worst uh, podcast well. you could have chosen <laughs> I'm done. I've had enough. I hate Sufjan Stevens and his music. I hate um, and or love too much Sufjan Stevens. <laughs> I hate recording podcasts. Everything sucks. Um, I really like when his voice goes up, like at the part of where it's like, so I go to hell. Uh, it's like I I couldn't even like imitate cause yeah. imitate it because his 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 vocal performance is like so so good in this one. Yeah, Sufjan has just a just a really good voice, um, like a very fragile voice yeah. as well. Very expressive, but like in a way, uh, in in a different way, I guess. As most like, because when I think of like expressive voice, I'm gonna think like, okay, it's like Van Morrison or something like where you can do a lot of like technical stuff with your voice but instead Sufjan's voice is like this this whispery voice but still there's like so many different emotions he can yeah. put into it not to distract from it but i just saw oh, yeah. a message in a, a group chat where someone said uh, pineapple sucks you should put orange on pizza and i, I don't know how to deal with that right now why <laughs> Why? Why even bring that here? That's so, that's so cruel. <laughs> Jesus! Whoa! Cat just ran into the room, very frantic. Something's up. Something's up. <laughs> What's going on, babe? Yeah. All right. Next song's about a rooster. That's my take. Okay. Because he woke, uh, he woke you up again. Yeah, he woke me up again. He was in the church. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, why did Why did he come to your bedroom, Jen? <laughs> uh, you know how I sleep with an open window at night to let uh-huh. the let the breeze in. I'm a hot sleeper. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, the rooster just hopped right in there, um, uh, pecked my eyes out. Uh-huh. So that's not great. <laughs> that's uh how the how are your eyes doing? Uh not great. Pecked out, one might say. 
Um, Damn. Uh, it's a so. good thing this is an audio medium, and we're talking about an audio, a different audio medium, so you don't technically need them. Yeah, thankfully, I I um I got Braille installed on my uh, on my iPhone, um, so so I just uh, I use that to connect to the Discord. So this is about waking up when about- September ends. <laughs> it's about God. I think. Right. Yeah. It's it's yeah. it reminds me of the like uh you know those evangelists who do the second uh, christening thing. Uh-huh. Like what's what's the word? Um uh, born again, born again Christians. Oh yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Baptisms and that baptisms all. Baptisms and and the like. Yeah. And like seriously since I like just before the show mm-hmm. I listened to like <laughs> the last four tracks of Seven Swans and I'm like I'm super I'm fine with dying. Like this is a, this is what this music is about in my absolutely. This is like like especially oh, can you... these last four. <laughs> yeah, this is like oh, it would be, it will be glorious when we die. <laughs> this is like I think this is like a, a very Christian vibe. Like, ah. yay, yay for death. Um, yeah, definitely. But yeah, I don't know. Yes, actually, let's move on to the to to seven swans because. I don't have that much to say about he woke me up again, except that it's good. Well, I think the line, um, was it, uh, when he says, but I'm still asleep, I think that that implies, like, yeah. he still sins, mm-hmm. I guess. Like, he's still And that's, he's still that's Sufjan's whole vibe, I God. guess. Like, he's never 100% uh, I... I'm the perfect uh, person. I never sin, and I believe in God with all my heart. Like that's not, that's not what he's about. Right. He's not interested in sort of yeah. denying the reality of of faith and of life. That things are you still fucked sometimes. That, but it's like I don't know. Are things are things fucked? Yeah. Yeah. They are. Okay. <laughs> Just had to what check. What are you talking about? It's twenty twenty. Oh no, you're right. Oh, you're right. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm. <laughs> No, that's not what I mean. Everything's like, fine. Don't worry about it. Have I told you about? No, I don't know. Oh, I've I've got like these five five big ideas that I can only like not really describe because they're not really. And as so, soon as I say them, they kind of lose in a way their their value and their meaning because I can't like fully express them because this is this is in my opinion a thing about the world. Um, that I believe in, um, other than maybe um, people who think that that science can can get into everything. Like I, I am like very post structuralists influenced, and they think that there is like there is this unknowable thing that is before language because language is no, is it before language, Janos? I don't know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Language, because language yeah, is yeah, descriptive, yeah, of course, not of course. And, and language also creates the world, and because right. it creates the world, um, uh, we can only see what language can describe. We can only describe what language can describe. Whatever, whatever, whatever. There's something that is inexpressible, but it still exists. Yeah. Why yes. did I start talking about this? God damn it. Um, I don't know. Oh, about everything being fucked. Because yeah. everything's, because every, oh, because things are still yeah. fucked, but they're not. Um. Yeah, I I don't know where it was going. I, why, I why felt it? like for a second we were close to a breakthrough, and then yeah. and then it was all gone. 
why why did I start? No, everything's fucked. Yes. Yeah. Because but sometimes things are talking so... about like the unknown. Is the point I was expressing? Them, like signs and stuff. Which like I'm on board, right? Yeah, like okay, I want you okay. to I want you to follow this thread. No, okay, that's that this I, I see what the what the thread is about is that it's just a it's just a loose thread and next to it is another loose thread and it's not not connected, but it's also like just like a a particle of of thoughts that I have in my brain. So I I think I just wanted to tell you this one thing that I think that there is uh, things inexplainable um because of the way we perceive the world and I feel them in these Sufian songs a lot. And but this is not directly connected to why I think nothing not everything is fucked. That's a different thing. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I agree and I think I think music and art is like that's how we express yeah. the inexpressible. And I also think like uh cuz it's yeah. it kind of follows like like just these four songs that we talk about today do kind of follow uh a narrative in a way cuz uh a good man is hard to find uh it's a very human story uh, about like sin and the talk is talking from a character who kills someone, like from the perspective of someone who uh, killed people and in the end says, I go to hell. And mm-hmm. then uh, he woke me up again. This one's oh, it's like the more... same person. Yeah, That's nice. I'm not sure if it's the same person. But like in but, this, maybe in this uh, narrative that you're. Uh, yeah, I'm spinning? trying to trying to figure well, out what the what the narrative is because I think it does kind of like build up to well, something. Well, implied narrative, even if it's not also, like the same person, like it's still about like a good man is hard to find. He's still about like doing bad things and feeling bad about them. Yes. And then he woke me up again. Is about sort of being. Um, taken out of that and like yeah woken up from from uh, a sinful life yeah i'm not sure if it's exactly redemption right uh, or if it's more like finding hope or finding uh finding something to hold on to because uh, you know he's still asleep at the end but then he's woken up again <laughs> that's that's like the maybe that it's song. like you can't be you're not either like you're not either sinful or without sin you're like it changes. Maybe that's yeah. that. Yeah, and In then the last two songs, way. like Seven Swans and uh, Transfiguration, they tell the story of like Seven Swans is about Revelation and yeah. Transfiguration is about Easter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Yeah, I mean, because I didn't... That's, I, I think those are like pretty obvious like Bible right. uh, references in the last two songs. I believe so. Well, let's move on. Uh, the transfiguration is ba- basically it's Bible verses. Like it's, I think it's almost exactly the text. Yeah, pretty much. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so now that this is interesting, um, as we are moving on, moving into Seven Swans title track, or do we have anything else to go on? Uh, it woke me up. No, let's move into it, and then we can like trying to because I'm a. I still don't quite, can't quite put 
put it into words uh, what the narrative of uh, of this is but I think yeah maybe we'll... we can maybe we can in this episode because we've uh, we, we've been circling around it a lot yeah. like we have to like make the structure a little uh looser because we're like figuring out like what's happening at the end of the album so we don't yeah, have to be like okay idea. he woke me up again it's done now now let's move on like you know okay, but jen you were saying seven <laughs> about seven swans the title track uh yeah, well, I mean, if you look into these uh, these first few verses here, right, like, um, we didn't sleep too late, like, that has to do with he woke me up again, like, sleeping, uh, and then he says, ah, then he says all of the trees, Okay, that's, like, the first track, so, like, fuck, that's what I'm, I, okay, that's, that's beautiful, I didn't ever fucking think about that. <laughs> yeah. Or when he says, uh, later he says, we saw the dragon move down, that's maybe, uh, in the devil's territory, talking about the beast, um... Mm. Mm-hmm. I saw a sign in the sky, that's the sign by as <laughs> <Ice> a <of> face. <laughs> uh, my father burned into coal, that's, uh, cause he lost his shoes, and, um... And again, the devil's territory it was a minor. Um, uh, so yeah, so like there are elements here of um, like I don't know. Sufjan usually, well, I'm trying to think of other examples of this, but like here he's definitely kind of tying everything back up. Like this is the um, this is the title track, and so it. It kind of acts as, I can use a ten dollar word here, synecdoche for the whole, for the whole of the album. Ooh, ooh. Like it's the part of it's it's the part of the album, but it also is the whole of the album. It does definitely feel like a culmination of everything. I think it's also the longest song. I don't know if this is the longest one. I don't know. Sister, Sister is very long too. I, think so. I don't know. Yeah. I think it might be. I think uh, Sister's like six minutes and this one's like six and a half um so very close at least i mean it does feel very uh epic but like in not in the sense of okay this is epic but like in but uh, also in, in the actual meaning of the it word grandiose and important yeah so i have like i have like five stories about this song that i could all right okay let's go number, number one Okay, number one. <laughs> Do you know number that, one. Uh, that there's, there's like this improv game where, or like warm up thing, which is called Five Things. And uh, the, the person, like a person gets a category, like I don't stories know, about this song. Cars. Stories. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> stories about this song. And then everyone counts down together or counts up, like they say one, and then you say a story, and then we say two, and then you say another story. Okay, let's do that. Right. Let's do that right now. Five. Okay, five things. things. Five things. Five things. Stories about seven swans. One. Stories about seven swans. One. Okay, so um, uh, I listened to Sufjan Stevens a lot when I was living in uh, Berlin. Um, when I was 21 and I was uh, for the first time in my life kind of tackling myself from a narrative perspective, meaning I was like seeing a therapist and I was like looking at myself and why I was depressed and uh, shit that I had been, um, that I had been, what's the word, suppressing? Um, And it was like extremely formative time when I listened to this. And one of the people 
who uh, gave my life like a very distinct direction I met in this time. And this uh, is Richard. And uh, he was like, a, he was like a philosopher, uh, a Marxist, communist, but he also like had this like sort of closeness, like a philosophical or like emotional closeness to death. So I felt like very, very close to him. And he like, like with him, I could like discuss, I don't know, like philosophy and uh, leftist theory and all that jazz. And it was like really fucking amazing that I met him because I was like pretty alone. I, I was doing like internships. And I remember that one summer I was like doing this very fucked up internship and I was taking a lot of like antidepressants and my, my, uh, my old friends, they were like, in fucking India or Vietnam, like doing like, you know, very privileged white boy uh, vacations. Um, and I was back alone in, uh, in Berlin working. Anyway, I didn't have a great time. But that one time, uh, it was Richard's birthday. And we went uh, to uh, a lake close to Berlin uh, uh, called the Devil's Lake. And it's like in a surreal, like hilly, um landscape that is like it's sandy but sandy. It, has, it has pine trees sorry go <laughs> yes um <laughs> and it's just that we went there we went to the uh, to this lake and we had like this amazing day there and i was my, meeting like his friends and it was amazing we had like wine and whatever the sun was going down we went into the lake we swam when the sun, sun went down and like the the lake was like like perfectly still except for like our movements and then the moment the sun came down boars emerged from the forest oh, <laughs> and like <laughs> no but but it was kind of it was wholesome for a reason they were just after the uh after the garbage cans so the, the boars came and checked out the garbage cans and we just sat there at the fire and we we're having wine or whatever and the whole reason I'm telling that story is because uh, the way home is like 15 minutes to the uh, to the U-Bahn station uh, through this forest again. And I don't remember why, but I was going alone and I was going through this like dark, sandy pine woods and I was listening to Seven Swans and it was like so, this is like so, so burned in my memory because it was like such an important and joyous moment and it fit together so perfectly. Two. 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 I'll say seven swans in a forest or any kind of nature setting, that is like ideal. I think so too, yeah. Should I go on with two? Go on. Okay. Two. Um, around that time, I'm drunk at home listening to seven swans and going, fuck it, ordering a banjo. And I go to Amazon.com and I'm ordering a banjo. <laughs> and then I had a banjo and I practiced only seven swans and it was good and I, I, I was able to play it that's the most valid reason to buy a banjo yes three three <laughs> um, the concert I went to uh, with my friend in Berlin when Sufian was there it was the Age of Arts tour um, seven swans was the opener oh my god so um, Sufjan was just alone on stage with his banjo um, and playing like the opening opening melody and 
And you know me, you know my history with Seven Swans. I'm like already fucking like endorphins flying. Like he's really playing the song. It's it's just started and he's already playing the song. Um, there was like this this uh, gaze in front of him that there there was like um, there was like they making like star projections on it and like like star signs. They were like like just amazing light effects basically. And um, after I think. The first verse, um, the gaze is being lifted, and Sufyan gets angel wings. Oh, damn. And at this point, I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay, God, I see you. <laughs> Actually, one of the, one of the angel wings uh, had a malfunction. It wouldn't go up. Um, oh, no. So he had, like, he had, like, a... Um, only one angel wing, which sort of made it even better. Like he was like he a was the fallen angel. angel. Yeah, he was the one winged angel. Um, and then at where in the song, uh, I think, yeah, at this at the end of the song where he will take you begins and such, where you have more instrumentation also on the album version, the whole band like came in, but like for real, like big big band. Like, I'm so jealous. Yeah. Ooh. That's good shit. So, uh, are we at four or at five? Uh, at four. Four. Okay, because I only have four. Four! Um, it's, uh, it's almost one year later. No, it's like, it's about half a year later. I have managed to, uh, to like make a lot of progress in therapy I have managed to uh, um, create an application for this um, prestigious uh, theater school. Um, I have like applied with a with a portfolio uh, that was round one. I uh, I got through round one. Then um, I went there to write like an essay. Uh, they accepted the essay and then round three came uh, the interview and I went to the school and uh, I, I get into this room with like six or five uh, people I don't know who like uh, look at me and want to know if I could be a good artist or not. And I think one of the first questions was, what's, what's good art to you? What's a, a piece of art that you've recently seen that you really liked? And I just tell them the fucking uh, Sufjan plays Seven Swans. That's the first song uh, story. And I tell them about the wings. And I think like that enthusiasm with which I told them about the wings maybe convinced them to take me in. So that's my Seven Swans uh, <laughs> uh, epos. That's all. I really need you to make up a fifth story, even if you don't have one. Five. Five. <laughs> Five. The apocalypse happens. I remember how to play the banjo. I play the banjo for the people who are very scared about the apocalypse and the people who are less scared. Five things. Five things. <laughs> Five things. Thank you. This was a great segment. Yeah, there we go. Thanks. Um, well, shit. Anything else like, to say about this song? I mean, that, that's, I think it's a really, it's a powerful one. And it's like think, really amazing that the final part is just he is the Lord said a million times. Oh, yeah. And even if you're like the most atheist person, it's still gonna move you. Because <laughs> that thing would be so cheesy on 
like literally any from literally any uh-huh. other artist i think right yeah i think what it is is that um there is a lot of joy in the thought of like this terrible world like going like being destroyed mm. by a, by a, by a power of good you know yeah which we just assume god is because of how beautiful the song sound but like and i think this is why like also atheist i think i was atheist at the time like can re- really like relate to that is that oh yeah like all the fucking suffering all the evil people we're gonna just flood them away or, yeah. or something and there's gonna be seven swans and what what better to have than seven Nothing. of them eight swans too many six swans not enough <laughs> eight swans that's just uh, that's excessive that's so wrong excessive exactly Brief six one. swans is okay because it's still alliterate yeah seven swans uh. there's apparently a cover by carl hawk that is suggested by me from uh genius and it has the it has a really disgusting uh cover image and to just open this just, up now, just uh, just to see what this is here, because uh, it has all of the swans like painted on it, and I don't know. There's like someone's legs in it. Just gonna <laughs> just would like for the genius website to be functional here. Let's see. Yeah, this is bizarre. Um, I did see on like Apple Music. There's a Seven Swans reimagined, which is like a cover album. Um, Oh and yeah, I've listened to that. I think that's that's a, a imagine fine thing the hubris of <laughs> covering a Sufjan Stevens album. Yeah, yeah, that one. I mean, well, there's like several. I think there's like several of these, and it's always like didn't like. I I think the Flaming Lips covered all of uh, Dark Side of the Moon, and I don't even like that album that much. <laughs> but still, like, what the fuck. Yeah, imagine imagine covering yeah, Seven Swans. Like you, you don't even need like other examples. It would be like the same thing, like covering in the airplane over the sea or something. Like how, yeah, how could that Which possibly I th- I'm work? I'm sure also exists. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. that ska cover of in the airplane over the sea a few years back, I think. Oh boo! That's fun. <laughs> I'm into that. I approve. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's the most like, uh, you know, it depends on who did it. Like, I do like the YouTube person of Skatio Network, but like Sky is also, Sky is at the same time, like uh, one of the more fun genres there is and also like the most embarrassing one. Depends on which exact song you're listening to right now, or which, which Sky song you're listening to. Hey, hot take. They all sound the fucking same. <laughs> There's a lot of Christian Sky, and maybe you'd be into that. I like Sky for working out because it just gets my blood pumping. I'm like, yeah, yeah, oh, really. Just you know, ah, for, for running or whatever. I just uh, use Major Laser for that. But I guess we're different people, you and I. I guess I suppose. So. Well, I like Streetlight Manifesto, but that's also like the most uh, hipster thing to say. So I haven't listened. Big surprise, Janos says the hipster <laughs> thing. <laughs> The transfiguration. The transfiguration. Now, in my, I the think transfiguration. I think these two songs complement each other very well. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Just because one, one is this sort of 
um, maybe not despair, but like, uh, you know, this big dramatic. Um, the finale. Yeah. Everything. Or is it? Uh, oh, or is it? Um, yeah, and then this, this beautiful, like, joyful, um, almost euphoric, uh, like, song. Yeah. Um, it's really, it's really powerful, and I think having them play off one another, one another, um, really adds to the. Um, it's phenomenal. Big fan. Thumbs up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, uh, as we said, this album is very good to uh, listen to in uh, in one sitting. But it's also really good to just listen to the last two songs, like as one, as one whole thing. I uh, rarely listen to one of them, but not the other. Yeah, I think having them having them be at the end as well is like. Oh, there's no other place uh, they would fit on the album. Right. Couldn't be done. Musically is also, I love the song because it's, um, it's simple, no? It's like you have the banjo strumming and it's the same throughout the song. And it's just that instruments and voices get, get added, added to it, right? I think that's all that's happening. Maybe yeah. that's the old and Sufjan trick. He does it a lot and Sufjan? it's always good. Oh, okay. <laughs> but for some reason, I, I recognize it here a lot. Yeah. I don't know what it is. But but I think that's because, like, yeah, this is this one banjo strumming that never changes, which let's get theological. Um, okay. Maybe our, or maybe our distance from God never changes, no matter Damn. what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think Spot musically, on. the the thing of the banjo thing never changes like it kind of reminds me of how on the first track of this album there's that uh, choir part that is repeated uh, like let's start in the second verse and is repeated up to the very end with without any change but up this one right yeah exactly yeah so that uh ties it together the whole uh album puts a nice uh bow on it yeah <laughs> wraps it up all pretty wraps it up all pretty mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> but can you explain the uh, what's happening in the first part of the song or in the first part of this bible voice like what I mean, are you doing he takes the, the three side? disciples to the mountainside to pray yeah then they and make a tabernacle place which is modified. <laughs> i don't know yeah yeah did, well he okay yeah well they went up there uh yeah, I'm a, to pray. Yeah, to pray. Um, uh-huh. And uh, one might say his uh, uh, his countenance was modified. Clothing what was does a flame. it mean? That's what I'm asking. <laughs> his countenance is uh, it's just his appearance, right? Oh, okay. I think uh-huh. so. And- I don't know what countenance so- means. Um, let's let's learn English words. <laughs> <laughs> That's also a fun improv game. Let's learn English words. <laughs> Countenance. That's when you. Um, that's when you got. That's when you have ants and you count them. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> my counting cross cover band. 
Young Nance. That's good. Um, let's see. Uh, countenance, yes. A person's face or facial expression. Um, so, yeah. His face changed. And his clothes, bur- clothes burned, which is maybe a parallel to the, the burning bush. No, yeah, no, yeah. Because the burning bush was also like burning, but it was cold to the touch. <laughs> you must like check out this incredible genius annotation to the line, uh, his clothing was aflamed. Are you ready? Yeah. Jesus' clothing had become so bright with light, it was almost like a flame. So I mean, thanks for restating the line. Thanks, thanks, genius. The, the same thing <laughs> for the last genius. line. For the explanation for two men appeared, Moses and Elijah came is the prophets Moses and Elijah had appeared in amazement to the disciples. <laughs> well, one of them is not a. Pro- is Moses a prophet? Well, I guess Moses is a prophet. Uh, what was Elijah steal? Do you all remember? Uh, you have to. You have to set an extra place for him. Yeah. Elijah, ah, yes. Ah, yes. he didn't die. Is Elijah the one who was talking about the m- Messiah? Sure. I don't know. He's like he's like considered <laughs> the biggest, most important of the prophets, but I have no idea what he said. Okay. Uh, I'm going to Google Elijah quotes and maybe then. Um, you know, that song, it's, it's uh, Elijah, he, Elijah, ho. Elijah, <laughs> Elijah. <laughs> mm. Okay, yeah, I think the thing about Elijah is also that he doesn't have like most of the prophets have their own books, but Elijah doesn't. But he like appears in the Book of Kings a lot. Like he was, I think he was the prophet of one of the one of them, David or something. Please don't fact check us. That seems right. Or do just write write in and explain me the story because I genuinely want to know and I genuinely probably won't Google it after this episode. So. <laughs> yeah, send us an email at, to at me. Uh, send us an email to. Uh, now you'll find us. Yeah, you know, figure it out. You know, just try some different email addresses out. That's probably going to be one of ours. Yeah, just guess. I mean, how many could there be? Uh okay. Apparently, he defended the worship of. Uh, of Yahweh over uh, over the false deity Baal. That's right. Good for him. Yeah. That's nice. That's right. There was a contest yeah. with the two um <laughs> with I think it was Elijah. They it was like he and uh someone important they went up to a mountaintop and like to pray? Yeah. <laughs> There's no other reason to go up to a mountaintop, is the thing. <laughs> There's none. Um, and it's he... like that uh, John Mulaney bit about how what people did before cell phones, and they just <laughs> went outside dressed up real nice to wave at a boat for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> hey Elijah, you want to go go up to the mountaintop to pray? <laughs> what the fuck else would I do? Yeah. Well, I can't go on TikTok, so yeah, I guess I'll just yeah go to this, go to this stupid mountain. I don't know what TikTok is, but I know exactly what you mean. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. So they had like a contest of two altars, and like one of them, they did like the best stuff. The 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 Baal altar and the Baal priests 
they had the um yeah like all the really cool shit and like the top sacrifices i'm getting this totally wrong i don't remember what what happens um but then elijah does like it's like the bare minimum for god and like their offering is like way better so that proves that god is real so i looked up the that's a uh, bible story of the transfiguration of christ and it's and it's basically the same as the song so it's about how uh jesus went up with peter and james and john and led them up a high mountain and then i quote and he was transfigured before them and his face shone like the sun and his clothes became white as light and behold there appeared to them moses and elijah talking with him and peter said to jesus lord it is good that we are here if you wish i will make three tents here one for you and one for moses and one for elijah that's so that's so cool that you said it in the in in like this expressions like uh like in a way like so oh, oh it's so great that they bought my that i bought my um <laughs> camera <laughs> like oh, it's it's so convenient that that we went up to the mountainside just when moses and elijah came so you can talk to them it's like really good <laughs> i even i even bought three brought three tents so <laughs> yeah <laughs> to build a tabernacle place Uh yeah and apparently at that point a voice from the cloud said this is my beloved son uh Check and him out. they all fell down terrified but ah, this then, is when this is when they like have still in the uh, in the new testament where they still have to be like yeah for real he's the son of god like no, legit, fucking dog. believe us like <laughs> yeah man died and came back like yeah dude <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, shit. but even even then, uh, Thomas had to like f fucking uh, like go go wild on like touching his wounds and like really dig deep in there stuck to his, believe his stuck his fingers like right through his hand like a like a bagel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Thomas is kind of a weirdo. Uh, <laughs> he just really wanted to get all up in the holes. <laughs> Yeah, he was like, oh, 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 I I I don't believe it if I can't touch it, but he actually just really wanted to go in there. Went in hard. Well, maybe it's maybe it's actually good. Like uh Thomas is like the true materialist. Like he only believes in facts, <laughs> and like in what is there. Okay. And like he's like um like I can't take the risk that you are like having like some sort of visual Like you're playing like a visual trick on me. Yes, I'm gonna touch your uh, your flesh. Maybe Thomas is like the first Marxist in that way. I mean, that's also is that Marx? Because <laughs> that sounded like the fucking uh, what's his face. I I think therefore I am. What's what's the name of that guy? Descartes. Descartes. Yeah, it's like his his whole deal was. Uh, mm, how do I know if If I if I'm not delusioned, well, I it could be that someone is playing an optical trick on me. It could be oh, that okay. I'm seeing a, a Fata Morgana. Is that what it's called in English? Uh, a what? The thing you see in the desert. Oh, uh, you generally call that like a like a mirage. Yeah. Do I see a mirage? And then like, how do I know if I'm not dreaming right now? And uh, in the like one philosophy philosophy one class that I took, uh, 
our teacher also said like the the big problem with this is like in reality like we know that we're not seeing an optical trick because we know what optical tricks are like like a, a normal optical trick is not like uh is not that elaborate like it's like okay the size well, like, have of you this... seen the matrix man <laughs> yeah dude have you seen the matrix Damn, but I you get got what me you're saying. I think every day about the scene in the second Matrix movie where a man uses the Matrix to create a chocolate cake that gives a woman an orgasm. That's a real scene. Damn. <laughs> no reason. Chowski uh... sisters, horny as hell. Good on them. Yeah. Good on them. I want to see the first one. First one holds up. Enough. <laughs> I watched it recently. I mean, the 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 fashion sense doesn't, I guess. Yeah, it's coming back around. French is, coats. Is it? I think so. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so because if not, then I have made a terrible investment. <laughs> All these leather um, trench coats are millions wasted. My shipment of leather trench coats. <laughs> I got for a song. <laughs> We have to somehow have a dignified ending for our Seven Swans episode. This album really went deep at one point, and now we're we've lost it again. <laughs> yeah, but it's like it's like he woke me up again. Like we were awake, but now we're asleep mm-hmm. again. Damn. Uh, this is a great album. This is one of those albums that I can just put on, and I never really get tired of it. Like I don't know some some albums. Um, like Age of Odds, right? Like that's a great yeah. album, but I feel like I don't listen to it as much because I want it to keep that sort of like, um, I don't want to get tired of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but Seven Swans, I can just I can just pop that on any old time, just have a great time, and uh, it's really nice. It's like a little, it's just ah, great job. It really transcends it. It transcends reality. Like it, it gets me to a different place. Yeah. Like reliably. Yeah, I think the the instrumentations are like some of the most effective because they're mostly super simple. Uh and still like like it's it's a lot more uh stripped down instrumentation than Michigan was or a Sun came. But it's 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 so effective. Right. It's yeah, it's to its benefit and it um uh contrasting well the way it contrasts the very minimal instrumentation with um well the very maximal uh, instrumentation and sort of the uh cacophonous sounds and everything very dramatic the way it um the way Sufjan uh, contrasts the two and and keeps everything like uh, the big moments have room to breathe and there's enough going on um to keep everything balanced yeah mm-hmm. yeah i'd be it's gonna be interesting when we get to uh illinois next because i know we've, we've, we've said a few times how that album is like much more difficult to listen to as a whole i think because there's like so much going on in that one and this was just nice yeah i'm trying to think I honestly might not have ever finished Illinois all the way through in one sitting. Huh. So 
So that's, that's gonna be fun. Interesting question if I've ever done that. Like I've I definitely I heard all the songs. Right. I even have like with friends. Huh. I, I had it like on as a social album. No, I think I have uh, heard it heard it through a few times, but uh but that one also has like more of the like uh obvious hits that you would just replay a lot, like at least I do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's his sort of that's Sufjan's like big break, I wanna say. Like his big that's what most people know him for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. But I, I think Seven Swans is like a really good uh, or like even a better one to actually get into I his agree. music because it's less of a daring task to listen to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And it's also like kind of a bit of like a hidden gem because because uh, it's not like it's not the most um, it's not the biggest one in media, I guess, or in pop culture. So there's like there's still there's still a bit of a bit of like this is this is my little thing that yeah, I like my little corner. Yeah, exactly. Whereas, like you know, Carrie uh, and Lowell for Carrie and Lowell, for example, is much more like present in culture. Culture, I think, maybe because just because none of my in... IRL friends have the slightest idea who is. <laughs> That's fair. Like, except for like the one I went to the concerts with. Uh, but everybody else, I'm telling like, oh yeah, I have two podcasts. One I have in German with my friend Jakob, and then I have this uh, English one about uh, Sophie and Stevens albums. And everybody's like, what? <laughs> like literally, <laughs> I don't know. No, but I, different I think cultures. It's kind of the same for me because uh, the only persons I know who listen to Sufjan is like my sister, who uh, I made listen to, or like I recommended him to her. So. You know, <laughs> there's no one I know who listens to Sufjan and it wasn't my fault. Uh, I have quite a few friends who listen to Sufjan, but that's mostly because he's pretty popular in the with uh, young queer people. Yeah, right. Um, when I tell people I have a Sufjan Stevens podcast with uh, two guys who are also named Jan and Janish, <laughs> and they live in Germany, uh, they're always like, oh. <laughs> That's a weird premise. <laughs> That's like a sort of hat on a hat thing. I don't know if that, but I'm like, hey man, the product is quality. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna act like it isn't. Yeah, you need to get, you need to get like an in- international perspective on, uh, on the guy who mostly does albums about America. Yeah, yeah it's good to have. <laughs> oh hey, by the way. Uh, weird sort of like anti shout out to to uh to Michigan cuz they didn't vote Bernie so well they also only no had shout outs for like, you they only had one major polling station in like two of the major cities uh yeah so yeah what the fuck like get like fuck <laughs> This is what you got. This I, like this can't this can't be real. Like this that there is like actual. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, <sighs> this can't yeah. be real. I've been I've been learning German like just in case every. Well, <laughs> I was gonna say just in case everything goes really to shit, but I mean <laughs> it's a little too late for well, that. <laughs> but like, let me tell you one thing. Like if there's if there's an election. I just fucking show up like 
I don't have to register anything. <laughs> I just say my name. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yes, right this way, sir. Please do your crosses here. You got that, you got that like Disneyland fast pass <laughs> to the front of the line. Yeah, but, but, but all of us, like, there's no line. Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> it's crazy. At least in Washington, we have a uh, vote by mail. Like, that's, that's good. That's yeah, that's have. smart. Yeah. Oops, sorry about that. Did it, did you just, did a piano just fall? What was that? <laughs> um, my mic is stuck to the table that I just um, bumped. Oh, uh, that's, that's uh, unfortunate. Well, thanks for listening um, to the Age of Pods. Thanks, uh, next thanks next time, are we going to... And until next time, two men appeared. <laughs> We're going to have to figure out what to do next time. What did we... Oh, I didn't listen to last week's episode. What ending did you pick? What? <laughs> oh, Great right. Word. That's a good good question. I also haven't listened to. And I forgot. Oh, well. <laughs> just leave all of them in. <laughs> I, I, I left a lot of them in, yeah. But anyway, until next time, hey, let me, Tabernacle Place. Let me place. real quick uh, plug, plug another podcast I've been doing. Because yeah. it's, on, it's on iTunes now. Uh, it's uh, a podcast where we read the books of A Song of Ice and Fire uh, of the George R. R. Martin so if you're into that uh, check out A Song of Babies and Puppies or asobap.lipsyn.com Do you have to be into A uh, Song of Ice and Fire to listen to it or will it still make sense if like me I think you, you... should either read along or have read it at one point like Okay where, it's like a book club. It's like a book club. You can okay. try to listen nice. to it without it, but I I can't guarantee if it's going to make any sense. I'll just have an audiobook of it playing at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea. The uh the audiobooks are very funny because the the guy who reads them does does some really silly voices. Oh good. And uh I'm excited. Yeah, pronounces the names very weirdly <laughs> in a way no one else does. That's exciting. Jean Snay, <laughs> for example, is like you would assume it would be pronounced differently. There's a right? character named Peter who is spelled P E T Y R and he pronounces him Pataya. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good. All right, until next time, Sue, if you're. We're all gonna die. I like we're all gonna die as a. As we're a, all gonna die. <laughs>